Hello everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello, my loves. Welcome back for another episode of Heart Happiness. So a little disclaimer on today's episode. So I've been struggling a little bit with losing my voice. I've had to cancel a few um, recordings and I'm literally doing this right up to the wire. So the day before it's coming out. So I am a little bit coffee and a bit spluttery and my voice does go. So I just wanted to give you guys that heads up because I just really wanted to get this episode to you with the amazing Kieran, where we're talking about female embodiment um, and how you can bring that into your healing journey and into your journey of where it takes you next like if you're going to be an entrepreneur now during the call we talk about the power of community and healing within them and that is why I have got two big community things coming up so I have my event which is hearts happiness podcast goes live which is on sunday the 19th of november we have four tickets left for that so if you want to join us and be immersed in that healing container where you're meeting people that are like you that are doing this work as well then come and join me live there now if you are somebody that feels like they want to live a life of purpose that you either have a business or where you want to help people or you're thinking about having one but you just don't feel safe enough to do it this mastermind is bringing six people together we meet every single week you also get one-to-one coaching as part of that as well and the doors are open for that and we'll be starting on the 2nd of October to help you move through any living self-belief any money fears any fears of visibility so why am I doing this as trauma transformation coach Well, what I've noticed with my clients is once they're feeling happier and healthier, more regulated, they start to want to do more fulfilling work and they feel really shared to share their own journey, just like I have been here with you guys on my podcast and through my coaching that they really want to go and do it as well. But then they're afraid because of money, because they don't think they're good enough and then they don't actually do it. But the thing is, we need you to go do the thing that you're here for because together we can break cycles of trauma and we can change this world um separately we just can't do that so i have fully accepted and embraced that i cannot do the breaking of cycles of trauma on my own and i need all of you guys as well so for six of you that are ready to work through those fears start helping people or you're trying to help people but it's not working because you're not getting any customers or money please 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 book a call with me My diary is open for September for those conversations where I'm meeting people who want to apply. So that's me going on and on before I speak to Kieran about the feminine. So I'm super excited for you to hear. Hi, Kieran. Welcome to the podcast. I'm super, super excited to have you here. Did you want to explain who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation um, so my name is Kiran Yotta, and I'm an embodiment and business coach. 
Um, I really focus on feminine embodiment, um, which I'm sure we're going to get yes, into. For sure. That's why I've got you on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm based in Nairobi, Kenya. I lived in London for a while in another lifetime when I was a lawyer. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And I've been coaching for the last three years and I work primarily with women. Fabulous. And I know when we spoke before, like your journey to this path of like helping others, like you've been on your own sort of spiritual healing journey for quite some time, right? Which led you here. Yeah, absolutely. I I didn't even know about, I don't know how it was for you, but I didn't know about the coaching world at all. No. I was um, kind of in my own little bubble of um, going for spiritual retreats with teachers from primarily India or people who'd been influenced by sort of the Vedas, that kind of thing. And in fact, even my first coaching certification was purely from a space of I want to meet people who are like-minded interested in personal development as well and it was from that that I was like wow this is a whole other world yes there's so many people out there helping people in different ways yeah um where I get to um kind of use what I'd been honing for at that point for 10 years 10 years wow that is amazing so you started really really young compared to like I, some of us <laughs> I, did, I did my parents are quite uh spiritual as well so I dipped in and out of meditation as a teenager and then when I was 19 um is when I got serious about it and I think when you get in at that point you're so passionate and you go into things so fully um with this really immersive kind of energy which I wonder (laughs) if it would be the same if I did it now yes yeah well you've got more time more capacity to really allow yourself to learn it right whereas when you get older other things take up your time and your energy that's so true as well yeah yeah so I love it um so yeah part of the reason why actually one of we I think we have a client in common and she was telling me about you and your work and about that whole female embodiment piece. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring you on because I have come from a career which was IT, so very masculine and very masculine energy, a lot of like planning, a lot of tasks, a lot of goals. And when I started you know, on my healing journey, I was even really masculine in my healing journey. I was like giving myself goals to heal things. And you know, when I set up my business as well, it was very, very masculine. And I have burnt out every adrenal, you know, every like hormone that you can think of because I built my business on that foundation that I had been taught by the corporate world. And I found myself really struggling in terms of my energy, um, my creativity. And it was that, that whole feminine um, side was completely missing. And to be honest, I wasn't even aware that it was a thing. So like I was so disconnected from it and I've been like on my healing journey, Dark Knight of Soul for like, I don't know, it's probably been eight, eight years now. And just to not this, this concept being really, really new to me, which is being like more in our feminine energy and being slower and more in that flow and how we can take care of our bodies like that. 
and and I just think that's having you here is such a gift because we get to speak about how we can use the female embodiment practices in our healing journey whether it's whether it is because we want to go and be an entrepreneur or it's just for our own healing of our past traumas and and that kind of thing so what would you say female embodiment is yeah um it's so interesting that I've ended up in this work because similar to you I also took a very masculine path even though people who meet me um who understand who know about this work uh always say that I'm very much my feminine but I also started in corporate law also when I started my business it became glaringly obvious that I was like wow I've internalized so much of this and I'm trying to hold myself to it but it really doesn't work for me um and it's actually the story of so many women because we live in a society which is hyper masculine Mm. um the patriarchy colonialism all of these structures are built on very masculine ideals so of course we've we've internalized it we've seen that it's it's safer and right. um isn't it it's prayed yeah, celebrated like celebrated. working yeah, exactly there's a status to it um a lot of our mothers didn't want us to have their lives so they also encouraged us to to work really hard and take a very different route than they had taken. Yes, that's um, We kind of have this journey of just over-prioritizing the masculine, denying our feminine, feeling that it's not um, safe or valuable. Yeah, so true. Yeah, it's lazy. Yeah, there's so many, as you start to peel back the layers, there's so many reasons we don't want to be connected to our feminine essence. And what I found was that even, and I think it really hit home for me when I started my coaching business, because I then felt like, wow, I'm doing the thing I absolutely love. But if I don't get the process right, then I'm I'm back to square one. Yes, um, yes, that's exactly what happened with me as well. I was like, I've created my corporate job. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is really out of alignment. What are you doing? Oh yeah. So it was. It became really obvious to me that wow, like, I'm I'm working within the same paradigm, um, and that's the point that I started reading and connecting to the feminine. And it just felt so much more natural. So this is the idea of being more in your body. So in terms of, we've talked about the society being more masculine led, but also us as humans, we're really in our heads. So that we're very masculine in terms of logical thinking, linear ways of looking at the world, um, going from point A to B, that kind of thing. Whereas the feminine is more, feeling into your body, moving this your center away from your head into your heart, into your womb space, um, really grounding, which if you're on a healing journey, as I know a lot of your listeners are, um, it's so important to have that grounding. Otherwise, you can start feeling really, oh, for lack of a better word, kind of like spacey or airy yeah. if you're doing like a lot of meditation and not really grounding into yourself. Um, 
so yeah so feminine embodiment practices well first of all it's also just a way you lead your life which is I guess slower and more led by what is true for you mm-hmm. and then the practices are very much about really feeling into your body and both clearing whatever is there which needs to be completed um, but also tapping into what's the innate wisdom and resonance um, that you're there with with knowing that as a feminine being you kind of just being in that attracts and magnetizes everything to you yeah I love it it's like the energetics of it it's very powerful isn't it it's not the chasing it's the attraction because you are that is the energy of what you are yes that's blown my mind whereas I was working like a crazy person not getting those results but actually less working more tuning into the body more slowing down means that I'm vibrating at a different frequency which brings in clients or whatever it is that I need to bring into my life and it's that's just the magical bit of it is that like I just love how I think a lot of us listening to this will be children that have experienced trauma so Mm -hmm. we could be very disconnected from our bodies because of it because it wasn't safe to feel into our body and um and we've spent our whole life almost running from the uncomfortable feeling within the body and then Mm -hmm. what I found through this bringing this feminine embodiment into my healing journey has brought me back home to my body like I'm on a journey to go back into it and how amazing it is because it tells me what is safe for me and what isn't oh my god and when I'm talking to you my whole crown is buzzing right now like it's like it literally it is it's like this radar and it's able to communicate what's good for me what isn't what's you know what works even for business stuff like it gives me a full body yes or it says no it's there's a contraction or there there's an opening and it's been so um so powerful to be able to come back home to it after all of those years of running from it and for anybody listening that might be at first really quite scary to connect with the body um is there anything that you could recommend like when we're doing that because we haven't been in our bodies for so long um, and it, and almost mm-hmm. like a little bit scared to be present. Like I do things like orientation practices where I like I can really I'm feeling the ground. I'm smelling what I can smell. I'm hearing what I can hear. And I'm showing myself that I'm actually in this present moment and I'm safe and I'm not in some childhood moment. Like that's been really important when I've been coming back into the body and like in, like going into the, the those feminine practices, because at first my brain would want to take me away. I don't know if you hear of that a lot with any of your clients and what, what you recommend yeah. for them to be there. I mean, that's, that's also been my experience. I think we, we do have a tendency to not want to feel our feelings. Mm. And part of, um, so a couple of things, part of, the, part of this lens of looking at things is understanding that if you, if you want to experience the, the richness of life you have to be open to a full spectrum of feelings Mm -hmm. and the feminine has so many different flavors of that and kind of the more you can welcome that um the more you can feel the textures of whether it's a really in unquote good feeling or another type of feeling and 
I think it's a very masculine approach to go into something and being like, okay, I need to break through this. Whereas mm-hmm. with the feminine, it's a bit, it's a lot slower and gentler, kind of trusting the pace of your body. If it's starting to close from feeling something, then it's okay. You can get back to it. Yeah, it's much more accepting and not so judgmental. Like you said, there's no good or there's no bad. There just is. Mm-hmm. Like you could be a little bit uncomfortable and also be feeling something really positive at the same time. I love that there's there's no right or wrong. It could be a colour for you. It could be a sensation in your body. It could be it could be anything and it's different. And all of that gets to be okay. Like that's what I really love about it. It expands you because you're not trying to put it into some sort of square box. You're like opening it up, which is really, really nice. Yeah. And if it does reach a point where you get, because as soon as you do start, if you've never been in that process of feeling into your body, as soon as you start, there will be a wave of things to process that come up. And I don't say that to scare anyone. I say it to normalize it. Yeah, that that you will have these um, these feelings that want to be liberated, that want to be completed um, so that you can get to the deeper layers. And if it does get too much, it's it's so wonderful to have a support system or to to work with someone um, so you can move through those in a safe container that someone has created for you. Yeah, no, that's so important because I know when I, because I've been really going into this this year and I basically was going through a period of quite a few months where I cried every single day. Mm. It was just like, I started to actually record myself doing it because it was almost like a 90 minute cycle. I would just randomly start crying. It would pass and it would be gone. It was so weird. And now it has stopped now, but it's like that. That's what my body, so like exactly what you're saying. When I first, I remember when I first started to try to do it after being burnt out for so long, it was so uncomfortable. I didn't want to just sit there with it. I just, I wanted to run away from it. I wanted to go do something. I wanted to go be busy and ignore it. But um, so at first it became uncomfortable. And then I started to really lean into it. And I was like, oh, actually I'm quite liking this. But then the waves of discomfort came or tears or, things that I put away were coming out so and I think like you say having support is the beautiful thing as well is we don't have to do these things in isolation actually somebody witnessing your release and your connection can be so powerful like like I have a somatic therapist and she'll just watch me cry like on the screen and we'll do some practices together but to feel like because you're co-regulating with somebody else and they're telling you that that you're safe and that this is going to pass I think um that is such a huge part of healing as well there's so much you can do by yourself but you don't have to you can do it in community and I think both of us are quite big on that because it's such an important part of the the process yeah absolutely I I couldn't I love community (laughs) I could go on and on about this, both in terms of my personal life, but also just being in safe spaces. Um, it it's so powerful to be to be witnessed and to also realize that a lot of a lot of the things that we don't want to feel, they're shame tied to them. So if you're in a space where you can say them and realize you're still accepted, it's a really powerful thing for your body to 
to realize that and yeah. to realize you're not alone in your experience <laughs> totally and I think as well um like I'm in like I'm running a mastermind but I'm also in one and being able to go into the one that where my coach is holding space for me and be able to go in there on a day where I'm feeling fear or I'm feeling not good enough or I'm feeling the imposter or I'm feeling um anxiety whatever it might be I know that if I share in that space what I feel and then the other ladies will go yeah me too this is what I do when I feel this oh that's really really normal Mm -hmm. it passes otherwise what used to happen last year when I didn't invest in these kind of things would I just be freaking myself out all day I wouldn't take any action I would just get myself into a state I'd burn myself my emotions out because I couldn't pull myself out of it whereas having a space where you are held by you know by coaches that create that container they're able to help you to release it and also point you in the direction of resources and tools that when you're activated and your nervous system is turned on and it's like danger it can't find those solutions and I think that's the two things I really get from that space of being able to share but also when I can't access um, a way to get out of my thought process somebody else can offer that to me and that that breaks the pattern Mm, yeah there's so there's two parts there's exactly that what you've said that um it's liberating to be able to speak about these fears to get the charge off um, and to realize that you're supported in that and then the other side of it is the calibration piece so if you're in a space with um women who match your ambition or who show you more possibilities then you feel safe to to be in your in your bigness in to not have to play small and um part of feminine leadership is recognizing that it's actually 25% doing and 75% is that calibration is that piece of opening up your system to these possibilities and from that being able to to receive so much more so being in those spaces you're able to calibrate to a much um deeper and bigger vision yeah I love that because you're around the energy of people that have you know you almost like you have a joint kind of vision or a joint ambition and that kind of amplifies your own I know that definitely happens when I'm in these environments and I've been in other things like group programs where other women have showed me what's possible I didn't even know those things were possible but actually being around them they just excite me so much that they sort of show me a whole other life and I know people that Mm -hmm. follow you people that follow me they're like well if they can do it then you know there's something really infectious about that kind of energy and like what you're saying it's not I I know last year when I was struggling financially with my business I was doing all of the time like you said that 25% doing I was doing 200% and I wasn't getting the results but actually doing less and being in the belief that the all these amazing things are possible when I really started to radiate that kind of energy and be supported as well by people that believe that for me to be true that's when the shift in my business actually happened it wasn't when I was trying to do do all the things and be in it on my own it's actually when I allowed myself and invested in being in those kind of containers where somebody was able to inspire me so that I reached further and higher which has been 
really like eye-opening for me I really wish I did it sooner because it it really does shortcut the process rather than when you're trying to figure it out all on your own which again is that very masculine approach that kind of lone wolf doing it all by yourself which for some of you listening that's what you did in childhood as well because you didn't have a choice but actually healing in community finding yourself supportive spaces can be so helpful especially I don't know if this is your experience especially I love how even when you were younger you were searching for like those spiritual communities and I found like you know I'm 41 now but lots of the relationships I've had for most of my life they are not on this personal growth journey they're not spiritual they Mm. are the people that I've met along the way so I actually fit sometimes when I'm in in the company of those people I can feel like I'm an alien I come from a different world and that makes me you know it makes my energy drop whereas when I'm around like-minded people that get me that get like this vision I have for my life I I radiate different and I might and I track different as a result of that mm-hmm. it's everything it really is like yeah, you're it's, so people. Per- it's so per- it gives you so much permission to be around people who are in their fullest expression because yes. then you get yeah permission to do the same and you have to understand that we're kind of shifting a paradigm by doing the work we do. Mm. It's going against the grain. So even in the subtleties, it's so useful just being around other people who are kind of making that normal, I want to say, or just like... And safe. um, Yeah. Because it doesn't feel safe. Like when I first was working less and but I had to sit there to see that it would be okay and my whole life wouldn't go up in flames. Like it felt really unsafe because I have not been programmed that way. And if I said to like my uncle or my family members, oh, I'm actually working less to earn more, they'd just be like, "What? I don't understand what you're doing. Your business is going to fail. <laughs> what are you doing? You need to do more. So when you're going against that um, on your own, it's really, really hard, which is why being around people that are doing it that are already getting results from doing it. And like the beauty of like the feminine leadership, female embodiment, feminine embodiment even, is that we basically are are in this flow with our life, right? We're kind of, we're in partnership with it and we're not trying to like railroad ourselves. Like it's just so much more gentle. It's so much more like nature. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you've um, compared to compared it to nature because it's exactly that. It's this journey of coming back to what's innately there already. You don't have to try so hard because it's it's already it's already in you. And just as I hear you speak, this year the majority of the people I've worked with are reaching a point where they can delegate more, where they do have the space to rest and it starts to feel unsafe if you've not if you've not done it before um because you start going into this deconditioning so yeah it's really easy to I think everything in in your system starts to to question (laughs) if it's the right thing just because of how busyness is is glorified and also because you're like if this works then what is everybody doing (laughs) It's kind of like that, that disbelief that if we can work less and we can take care of ourselves more and we can be more creative and more productive as a result of that, 
like what what is the world what has the world been doing it's almost like there's a there's even a grief it could be quite grief inducing like I think some of that was why I was so sad as well was that I'd, I thought I had to be like this to be successful and to be ambitious I thought that I had to push myself in such an extreme way where like maybe I didn't nourish my body as a result maybe I didn't give myself proper rest or good sleep because I'd felt like that wasn't what you need to do in order to make your dream a reality and actually everything about like this embodiment work is the opposite of that yeah and and just to stress like the aim isn't to be sitting in a bathtub all day (laughs) or lying in bed (laughs) that is um, that is not what this work is saying but it's just recognizing that we've gone so far into the masculine so by consciously creating spaces for ourselves where we can start introducing feminine embodiment, we can come to a space of balance where, where the feminine is leading. So what I mean by that is we're deeply tuning in to what is true. And then the masculine, the planning and the structure is based on protecting that feminine rather than creating all the structures and trying to get the feminine to fit into that. Yeah, it's like giving yourself 15 minutes of self-care when you can actually build like everything about your the way that you live your life and everything so it brings it in rather than the other way around, which makes such a difference. I mean, even this time, like when I'm planning like what I'm going to be doing in business and I'm now looking at it and what's my intention for my life where is my life going or with me planning a family I'm like what trimesters am I in what parts of my cycle am I in how can Mm -hmm. I bring that into my work rather than just like pushing me myself like a crazy person and actually that takes me away from that bigger dream that I have for for a family and I never used to think like that ever I'd it would not matter I mean how would you think like that that is that's just not the way that's not the way are set up that's not the way society is set up so of course and and also if you if you haven't gone into this work and you just hear yeah you need to rest more or prioritize vitality it doesn't I can see why it wouldn't make sense to people because they're like and what? <laughs> what what will that but actually it's only in doing that that you can tap into being able to give to the world from a space of overflow from a space of um what is naturally your capacity and actually work on growing that capacity rather than um taking yourself into burnout because you're just all you know how to do is push and override those feelings. Yeah. So something I always um, remind clients is that actually it's for your long-term sustainability and productivity to listen. What is one or two days of um, taking off or like a slower pace compared to maybe having a whole year where you're entirely burned out? Yeah, it's so true. And I love this about like, it's a way to increase your capacity, not drain it. Because actually, if you're well rested and you've taken time out and 
you're like you said you've got that overflow of that energy your intuition is insane when you are like that you get more creative ideas you do things a lot quicker like never do do I get my best creative ideas when I'm like pushing at my desk it's when I'm at a walk or when I'm lying looking at the clouds or something that will absolutely because you can listen to yourself when you're um in those spaces you can receive your ideas when you have space for them Mm. And, and that's what it's been as well is it's this whole thing of space creating space in your life to just be and actually so many of us feel like not very well because our schedules are so like packed with so many things I think for me like really valuing space and taking things out and saying no like that's a really important practice and I guess all of this is practice do you find you sometimes slip back into your masculine intensive ways or how do you pull yourself back into it because it's I just there. Like back in there of course I do of course I do not sometimes a lot of the times yeah. but I think the work is isn't about perfect with a, a masculine way of looking at it it's more just to bring awareness to balance um to then bring myself back yeah it's a lot more um compassionate as well isn't it so like I find myself perfect oh this is the way I should be running my day when I'm taking care of myself and this is what it looks like when it doesn't and then I'll accidentally I'll slip back into some old behavior because it is a practice and sometimes some of that old behavior will kind of come back and but what I was doing before I would be like really hating on myself for that but really what I'm leaning way more into is the self-compassion which is you're doing really really well well done it's okay that you just slipped up a little bit there. so almost like a nurturing mother to yourself rather than being like an abusive parent but actually being quite a nurturing parent to yourself which is like it's okay you get to try again tomorrow it's okay and soon enough it will completely change and you'll you'll do it in a much better way like I kind of make myself laugh when when I do it sometimes I'm like oh my god you just did it again like it's just and but just kind of like with love going we're noticing that and what system could I put into place like you said using the masculine what system could I put in place so that doesn't happen again I love that and also I also just sometimes go into phases where I'm not tracking results I'm kind of like this is a practice I'm committed to as a practice and I know there's going to be incremental shifts from doing that and that's also so much better for your nervous system to just allow things to naturally evolve and I promise you you will then have days where you're like wow I um I'm my capacity is so different than what it used to be and it's, it's seasonal as well so you will go through phases where where it feels like things are clicking more and others where they're not. Um, I mean, I'm noticing it a lot right now because I'm currently launching a program. And the last time I launched this program was um, a year ago. And I can just see, so (laughs) just before we got onto this, I was saying to you, my laptop crashed today and I'm in a launch and all of these things. And I can just see how... I just have the capacity to 
to be with situations which were extremely charged for me before. And I can't pinpoint it to one day, but it's just something that has happened over time, which is a more sustainable way of going about it. Yeah. And I guess like days like today, you notice that, oh my God, that would have really stressed me out before. (laughs) I'm actually fine. And I know that like lots of people have been going, oh, because I've been um, like launching a few couple of new things. And I was like, I, I I accept the intention for it to be the least launchiest launch. Like just, it's just a thing <laughs> that I'm doing. Like it's not anything to stress about. I can delegate certain things, um, you know, but, and I, so I definitely noticed a lot of that had changed around um, compared to other times that I've done the same thing. But then I noticed my attention on like the actual day that I had an event and how that really like, brought some sort of nervous I noticed that my body was reacting to that so I was like okay so how can I learn from this and how can I embed that in for for next time and actually it was through doing my like we did an online class and it was through doing that and I had a really good turnout with it that it made me think I'm doing like an in-person event in November and we have so we have capacity for 40 people but if I took the tables away, I could make it a hundred. So part of me before was like pushing for the hundred. And after tuning into my body, the way it felt when I held that class, I was like, actually, it feels a bit too much pressure on my body to go to a hundred. Actually, if I could do 40 and feel safe in that environment, the next time I'll do more. And it's things like that. It's like not pushing for that perfect that big win, but kind of going with my current energy levels, where I'm at in life what's going on like what feels good to the body and so I've you know and we've nearly sold that out now um by listening in and it was through actually again this embodiment of going oh I noticed I felt all these kind of feelings around that event how can I work on that to support myself more next time um and that and I wouldn't know any of that if I didn't listen to my body yeah absolutely and and it's that it's exactly that question with everything like do I have the capacity for this without making it meaning anything about you? Mm, Exactly. (laughs) And next time you ask your question, the the same question, you might have a different answer, which is like, yeah, we full body. Yes. Have more people. It's fine. And I still, and earlier on in my business on even my healing journey, I would not listen to my body. So I would push it and push it and push it. I remember even doing like back to back different types of healing modalities because I was desperate to fix myself. Mm. And I got really unwell doing that, really unwell because Mm. I wasn't listening. I wasn't giving myself what we call integration time, which is the slowing down, letting everything land before picking up another tool. Like it was just crazy what I was doing. Um, Again, that masculine approach to healing too, Um, which is like, but, that's why I really wanted this conversation with you to make people aware that we don't have to do that. We don't have to push ourselves. We can actually just slow down and be with our bodies more. And that will give us so much like valuable information on how we reach that same intention, but in a way that's much kinder and more collaborative with your body rather than beating it up. But also just more intimate because you're able to tune into what you actually need in a moment there's no point like running on a sprained ankle you're going to make it worse so that isn't going to be 
Um, even if it is a modality, it's not going to be useful to do that. So it's with the feminine, it's so much about that relational aspect with yourself and with others um, and recognizing how much healing can happen from giving yourself that, giving yourself that that listening ear um and, and being able to so nourishing to as well it's so there's a it's a it's a real deepness of self-love like you know we talk about self-love but this is like a whole different level because you're really listening in to what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good and then you can make informed choices around that like maybe you have to set a boundary with a certain person maybe you need to say no more or maybe you need to um, you know count to 10 before you say yes or whatever it is like learning more about yourself and what it is that you need and actually giving that to yourself I think so many times we're looking for that outside of ourselves but we get to give it to to ourselves it's like no greater gift yeah absolutely and also realizing that um, apart from of course it's <laughs> that first step is coming to like, okay, I've set the boundaries and I'm feeling better, but it's also that I can't even explain the, the, the richness and fulfillment of being connected to your essence. Um, And it's a, it's a super expansive well that, I mean, none of us have, felt the fullness of it but even having ways to access that so it's not just about like this is what I'm getting away from it's also just what the feminine has to offer you the the fulfillment and the bliss that comes from from being in that space yeah so you're you're actually enjoying the journey of what you're creating rather than always looking for the next thing I think that's the most beautiful thing about it yeah rather than pushing ahead to like the end goal you're actually every day is the goal like you just being present and enjoying it and or not like you said good or bad like whatever is going on like that's all okay I think that's the the beauty of it and I do feel like I don't know if it's because I'm definitely implementing this in my life right now but I hear of so many women that are super burnt out and they have been for a really long long time because they've been operating in this way. And I I don't know, I'm feeling like people are much more interested in this. There's a greater need for it. I know you've got a program around it as well. Like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel like you're having more conversations about this? Like how more and more p- women are just like absolutely battered. Their health is really suffering because of the amount of time they've spent within that masculine energy. Yeah, I do think... Um since COVID, we're going through this collective uprising of the feminine, um, where we're all kind of waking up to this. But there is something about this year where I've had a lot more conversations about Mm. burnout. I feel like maybe people pushed really hard last year. I'm not sure why. But there is just the amount of times I've had to suit people that it's okay to rest. (laughs) Um, yeah there's definitely this and it's great there is this sudden interest um and awakening to the fact that we can do things another way Mm, exactly and you know and there's so many tools which I know that you teach 
so your program that you've got coming up right tell us a bit about that because anyone that's listening that's like oh my god I really need to do this (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm I'm so excited about this so I've got a program called gather which starts in October beginning of October and it's for six months and it's all about stepping into your personal power and radiance but from a feminine lens so it covers all these embodiment tools I have guest teachers coming in to talk about the womb and cycles and pleasure and all of these things which I feel we're all interested in but haven't um, got the knowledge or tools Um, and six months is such a I feel like the depth of community that um, that happens from a six-month program is so so beautiful it's actually how this started because last time I ran it it was just from having conversations with women feeling so alone in in trying to be on this journey on a healing journey and um wanting to be to be surrounded by like-minded people being supported by like-minded women um So yeah, I'm really excited about that. I'm both teaching in it, leading practices. Of course, I've got the guest immersions. Um, I've I've called it a rite of passage, which when that was coming through, I was like, wow, that's (laughs) that um, that feels very big, but I really wanted it to allow it to be what this program feels that it is. So it is that rite of passage into the fullness of womanhood, into being able to to step into more mature archetypes. So moving from kind of the maiden who's who's doubting herself and validating herself outside herself to really anchoring into that self-trust of a matriarch or queen or empress type of energy um and having the space the ritual and practices to to really come on the other side feeling very anchored in that oh my god it sounds amazing I wouldn't do it um Um, yeah no but like well I love that you're teaching the rituals and you're giving people that education that we just didn't get growing up or anything it's never too late to learn these things and to implement them in your life to show your family's like I mean I'm, I'm sure it's a female program but like men need this too like as well like it's you know that kind of they can learn from us as well by doing some of these things that we're we're showing as um the new kind of normal as well like it's just such an important thing to be able to learn yourself and then to sh- to practice what you preach so you can show other people because that uh, and more people can heal like we can heal communities in that way absolutely I think that women have such a powerful role in leading on emotions and relational um, spaces so I really think that women doing this work is going to have and is already having an impact on on those around them yeah so true I mean I know that like the theme of my event that I've got coming up in November is it's all about like the healing ripple effect and when I started my journey of um, healing what I'd grown up with and the pain and, and the trauma that I'd been through 
I was just trying to get better for myself. But actually what's what's happened as a result is like this healing ripple effect, which means like I help people all over the world and they show other people. Like I got this message from this 70-year-old lady from Chicago the other day just saying how my emails and podcasts have like literally changed her life. Like that is the power of that healing leader like healing ripple effect but female leadership right because I'm not I'm being generous with what I've what I learn and I'm sharing it with people and that's changing their lives and that's going on to change other people's lives and if just enough of us do that that's like life world changing kind of energy right just got chills as you've said that <laughs> but it's so but in order to do that and to create that kind of impact in the world we need to feel um, you know well we need to feel like that overflowing cup we need to feel um because otherwise it like you said earlier it's not sustainable that's why I realized I was like I can carry on the way that I am um but I won't be able to do this for the rest of my life basically you won't be able to carry on like I see myself doing this up until I die really so you've got to have mm-hmm. the energy to be able to do that yeah absolutely and it's so easy to see how that it's because we care so much about this and care about helping that there is this tendency to overextend. Yes. But actually, we have to include ourselves in that impact. Yeah, um, definitely. And, and sort of prioritize that. I think now, like without a fail, as part of like the way that I invest in myself and even in my business is, am I getting the support that I need? Like as in, like in, with embodiment or with community or with someone holding space for me like am I getting that nourishment that I need like that is just as important as the thing that I pay for my website to be on like it's it's just as important and that's a thing that I've been working through and I think a lot of women listening to this will be able to relate is we've been conditioned to think we have to do everything on our own and actually when we are healing in communities when we're allowing ourselves to be supported when we're allowing people to hold space for us we can do so much more than when we when we do it in isolation. And that has been a big lesson for me. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing is with that, exactly what you've described is a very masculine way of looking at leadership because it puts one person at the top and then you have this hierarchy and the person at the top, which is how a lot of women view themselves, isn't allowed to, to show emotion, isn't allowed to be held. Whereas we're saying we can be a web, we can all support each other and in that be able to have these beautiful ripple effects. And it's actually a much more powerful way of um, being in your power. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And I think, you know, like, um, you know, we're both coaches and we're both helping people in different ways. But I love having like people like yourself on here, having those conversations. I love being able to recommend people to other people. Like I don't ever feel like, oh, I'm taking away from myself because mm-hmm. I have, I see that in people because they're following that old paradigm. But actually if we can like, it's almost like we're supporting each other and we're creating like that much more of an impact because of that. And that's really beautiful. Like I love that. Yeah. Like, I loved that from our first conversation. I yeah. we both 
got on and I was like I'm so inspired by this that you're doing and you were saying the same thing and it was just yeah, um, it's so great so beautiful to just be lit up by the work we're both doing in the world yeah exactly and like so someone might come to me for one thing but they might come to you for something else or or maybe even it's the same thing or but that's the beauty that person needs not just one person they need multiple things to on their journey of healing and evolving and it takes I always like joke and say like I've had a massive team that has transformed me it's never just been one person so -hmm. for anybody listening as well that's why I'm like always encouraging you (laughs) to find your own essence and go like be that person because you are needed it doesn't matter that loads of other people are doing it too there's only one you there's the only one way that you express things and put things into the world I also think that sometimes being in the coaching or healing space we forget that it's actually a really small space and when you think about the the level of healing that's needed in the world it needs to be all of us <laughs> it needs yes. to be all of us and more yes. um it for, is, for it is it's a joint mission like my you know my mm. mission is to break cycles of trauma but there's no way when I was burning myself it's because I thought I had to do it all by myself yeah. I was burning myself out that's why but now it's like no everyone can do it like we can all do it together and then we can make the world the kind of place that we want it to be right so it's just um it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you so so you've obviously got the gather is there anything else that you've got going on right now the ways that you're supporting people um so I work one-on-one with um with coaches or healers female entrepreneurs who um are either setting up are scaling their business and my one-on-one work is called the legacy collective and it's really about stepping into your legacy and using strategies that get feel good to the soul to the body so it's really including vitality in your definition of success um and that I do for four months or six months and also do one-off sessions with um with messaging support and then gather is the the other the other program that I have. They sound so incredible. I love it. And um, yeah, it's just you know, it just sounds like you really provide like nourishing kind of containers for somebody, like not pushing them. Because I know a lot of people they've got like business coach trauma, as we call it. You know, they've yeah. been a wrong oh coach who has pushed them, and then <laughs> it's actually given them like trauma. <laughs> PTSD I've got a few people that I'm helping at the moment that are like that yeah I think yeah it's again it's exactly what we've been talking about this push for results coaches even wanting you to get results for so they can talk about your results um you have to remember it's not a regulated space and people are coming in with very different intentions um and it's like I've just started to see it as part of the journey that sometimes you do learn from these from these kind of experiences and then you it takes you closer to knowing um yeah definitely reflecting something within you like sometimes when you're going with a coach that maybe doesn't feel quite safe why are you making that choice like what what's going on within you that that's that you've gravitated towards that energy what is that lesson that's what I have kind of found I know I've been helping some people to recover from it and it's just like understanding that role 
of rather than feeling helpless to it and all the money that was invested, but kind of understanding the role in which that person had in bringing them to them, their new version of them, the more updated one. And I'm so excited as well that you're going to be in my mastermind telling people all the good stuff about um, feminine leadership. And I love as well that you talk about legacy. Like that's just, that's the thing as well, isn't it? It's like not just doing a business for the sake of doing a business for it's because you're actually creating something that is going to be here long after you're, you're gone. And I love that because that's, that's, that's soul work right there. Mm, yeah, that that feels really important to me. Um, because I, like I said, I didn't know about the coaching industry. So I really had been like, I need to do this work from a deep internal space. And I know there's a lot of other women like that in this space. And I think they deserve a space which honors that and helps them stay true to that yeah definitely I mean I can definitely relate to that because my mission is very it's very much from the heart and I think sometimes if I speak to people that are not in that space or don't understand that they're just like it's just a job like yeah it's not just a job to me it's just not a job it's not yeah. something I can give up it's it's it, I can't explain it. it's not something that I can give up it's part of it's part of me. It's like part. I know it's what I'm here for. Oh, wow. so yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just like, and that's like a different energy. So to be able to have a space for that, that's so, that's so, so important. So thank you for all that you do in the world and all the things that you have coming to help and support us. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we close? Um, I'm going to, I think I've shared with you a couple of links for free resources. So that I'd love to, to check that out. And I'm really excited to come be in your mastermind. I think, like you said, we've had a couple of people in common. So I've heard wonderful things about the spaces you hold. Oh, um, thank you. Well, I just love being able to bring like different perspectives to doing work that we love. Like we don't have to do it in a way and my mastermind is very much about nurturing us to be the best leaders and healers and coaches or whatever we are. But we come from that place of like nourishment and overflow and all that kind of things, which is why your work just fits in perfectly. So I'm super excited about having you. Thank you so much for coming on and being part of this conversation. I'm sure we'll do more together, but it's just been absolutely wonderful. I've taken so much for it for myself. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And there we have it, guys. An episode completed. I hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind. There was alarm bells going. You were all like, ding, that's totally me. Because that's what I was like when I started this journey. And that is the start of the process, finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life. So I really hope it was helpful. And before the next episode coming out next Wednesday, be sure to check us out on Instagram. So it's hearts underscore underscore happiness. Also, we have a YouTube channel where I share the videos I create for Instagram on. So you can check that out. They come on about once a week. And then we also have a Facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation. I want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas. 
And then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk, which you can check out to join our mailing list so that as I create new services and support tools for you all, you're the first to find out. And I have a freebie on there, so definitely check that out. It's five books that transformed my healing. So if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here, these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge. So definitely check that out. And I will speak to you next week. I'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness. Take care.